was looking at her expectantly. I'm sorry, Amelia asked, trying to keep the irritation out of her voice. I said, you might be young and in love, eh? But make sure to talk about money. Jane swayed a little. She had to be on her fifth or sixth glass of wine. Every girl needs to know where she stands, eh? With your looks, you could catch as much money as you wanted. Amelia pretended to laugh and took a sip from her own wine glass to avoid a reply. Maybe it was because she was tired or worried about tomorrow, but Jane Wilcox's words struck a raw nerve. Talking about whether or not she loved Kurt or if he loved her wasn't a place Amelia was willing to go. Te amo. I love you. Such small words, such a big commitment. Amelia, I want to tell you what a beautiful outfit you have on. Magda Porchenko joined them. Like Jane, Magda was in her fifties. She had blonde hair scraped into a tight bun and wore a white caftan that looked casual yet hideously expensive at the same time. The Porchenkos were Russian and owned the Pacific Lotus on the western side of Acapulco Bay. Thank you, Amelia said. You're so fit, Magda marveled. Amelia smiled. I try. She'd borrowed the teal silk pants and halter from her friend Mercedes and paired them with her own chunky turquoise necklace, the one Amelia had bought after making Detective. With her straight dark hair out of the way and its usual ponytail, the halter top showed off Amelia's abs and biceps. Carefully applied makeup hid the scar on her upper right arm, where Amelia had been shot not so long ago. Darling Amelia, Magda put a claw-like hand on Amelia's wrist. You never told us how you and Kurt met. We're dying to know, Jane slurred in agreement. She edged closer. Kurt's the most eligible man in Acapulco, and all the ladies at the tennis club. She stopped to guzzle more wine. Are terribly jealous, Magda finished her friend's sentence. All the Norte Americano women are terribly jealous that a Mexican woman snagged him instead of one of their own, Amelia thought. Here, of course, she said brightly. We met here, in Acapulco. But details, darling, Magda cooed. We need all the dirty details. We can live vicariously, Jane giggled. I'll bet he's a powerhouse in bed, eh? Amelia glanced at the adjacent dining room, where the buffet table still bore the remains of dessert, as well as a silver coffee service with the hotel monogram. I think this is our last chance for dessert. Don't change the subject, darling. Magda tightened her grip on Amelia's wrist. Was it a blind date? Or were you out clubbing? Magda's husband, Sergei Porchenko, was probably Russian mafia. Amelia wasn't about to admit to his wife that she was a cop or that she and Kurt had met because of a major drug smuggling investigation. Well, if you must know... She closed in on Magda, bumping into Jane in the process. The Canadian woman stumbled, and the contents of her wine glass rained down on Magda's bosom. 
Magda gave a squeal of dismay as a dark stain bloomed over the sheer white fabric of her caftan. Oh, Magda, Jane exclaimed loudly. I'm so sorry. My God, Magda said. This is ruined. Tony Wilcox barreled up. Christ, Jane, he barked to his wife in English. Are you drunk again? Entirely my fault, Amelia apologized. Oh, Magda, Jane exclaimed again and burst into tears. Let me get you a cloth, Amelia said to Magda. Two minutes later, Magda was in the guest bathroom with a helper from the kitchen staff, having the stain dabbed with club soda. The Wilcoxes called for the valet to bring their car around. Kurt gave Amelia a rueful grin as he left to walk them down to the lobby. To hell with all of them, Amelia thought as the door to the penthouse closed behind Kurt.